Hello, hello. This is Thursday again, and it's uh, Matt and John from Plastic Climate. Yeah.com. Well, the last one was good. The last Dang, that's good. Yeah, we're getting, I mean, we're getting any better. I was listening to some Tom Petty last night, and I think I was inspired. So, yeah, I, yeah, I know. Wow. Yeah, really great. Yeah. Well done. So, it's, as I said, it's Thursday again. And today we have some someone from Spain, actually, from, as we heard before, when we, before we hit the record button, uh, from Tarragona. And it's uh, Jordi Olivia. Hey. hey everyone hello Joe. thanks thanks for inviting me <laughs> thanks thanks for coming on the podcast tonight and um i must say that i have been knowing you for for quite some time already before um and just as an introduction so what what comes to my mind actually first about you is that you are a very passionate for person and uh I have the feeling that all your activities and all your work come go with with your heart, go very parallel with your heart. Um, so, I know you're working in a company that is uh, doing resins, but you're also working in uh, an organization which is cleaning up the world, so to speak. Tell us more about it. Uh, yeah, we're, we're saving the planet basically. <laughs> No. Cool, cool. <laughs> thank you so so yeah um i guess i guess it it is it's it's right i i mean it's uh, both of the projects are, are followed by by passion i i feel pretty lucky to be doing what i'm doing and, and spending my time like with both project with the with the purpose of of a good one i guess mm. so mm. so yeah so so should i tell about um First, uh, uh, our concept is a uh, yeah, it's a small company that has been leading the uh, the bio-based epoxies world. Let's uh, not the world, and we we brought uh, technology here in Europe uh, almost ten years ago, and we started uh, as as my colleague used to say, preaching in the in the desert. Like we we were talking about bio-based epoxies when no one was talking yeah. about it. Mm. So so we. On the shows and so on, it was pretty where people like, "What is this? Is this water? What is bio? Epoxy? What? What is? What is this?" So, what is the bio in the epoxy? What is bio in the epoxy? Well, it's the, uh, it's not not much. Should should be could be more, but uh, it's replacing petrochemical content uh-huh. on the on the epoxy formulation with uh, renewable uh, materials, uh, yeah. which are. Uh, from uh, vegetable well, organic resources, yeah. so we're reducing the CO two footprint um, yeah. through that. It come yeah. down up, down to fifty percent, let's say, from a conventional epoxy. So that's a that's a starting point, let's say, for doing something at least better. Uh, but then, yeah, we we started uh, also at the same time. Uh, with the recyclable epoxy technologies. So we started thinking about the circular economy in the in the composites uh, a while ago and, and now getting, in the end, getting close to it. Well, or we're getting there. Uh, we just need to, to get more people on the application and yeah, involving yeah. 
uh, yeah, more projects. So that's that's from one side. That's I guess it's summarizing our concept uh, that we do. Cool. Yeah, I think for 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 the listeners, just to to say, like maybe some some of them don't know what is an epoxy. So epoxy is kind of a, a resin that cannot be changed normally afterwards, and it's made out of fossil fuels. And uh, what you're doing is you're making it out of renewable content first of all, and then you say it's recyclable because afterwards you can change it again, so you can reuse it. I think we don't have to dive too much into the chemistry, although we have the nerds here. <laughs> there is, there is yeah, I'm having a little bit of a, of a nerd inclination. <laughs> but yeah, I, I see. Back. <laughs> let's let's not get too technical. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. I'm fascinated. I'm really fascinated. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, we can dive into it deeper as we go. But but uh, I mean, when you start talking about you know, circularity and recycling and and you mentioned earlier carbon footprint, uh, 50% lower. So my guess is you guys are into uh, life cycle assessments as well. Yeah. To substantiate these things. And so really speaking our language, Matt and John's language. <laughs> and interest. But, but also, I mean, uh, maybe a question for later, but, but uh, when, when you look at the recycling of your, of your thermosets, uh, I mean, your thermosets are in composite, right? With, with fibers or right. Uh, is that is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and and, and is, is just a question I have. I don't. I mean, a question I have. Uh, it, to what extent is there a challenge that you have when you recycle the the, the thermal set or the material with with uh, if you will separating uh, the components of the composite, or or do you not have to do that? Sorry so for getting deep right quickly, but I'm just really curious. <laughs> so yeah, I'll, I'll try to to summarize it, but uh, it's uh, basically dissolve. The, the matrix we resolve the resin the resin which bonds dissolve the, the, dissolve the thermoset yeah, yeah okay. the thermoset oh, part, yeah. which is kind of the let's say the glue the bonding with all the all the reinforcement so in this way uh, we can uh, later on uh, reuse all the reinforcements which uh, yeah that's which, cool uh, we wouldn't be able to do so with uh, with another uh, well, it's, uh, without uh, this recycle technology and then all the all the former uh, thermoset gets dissolved in a recycling solution so afterwards we jump into the thermoplastics because we when we neutralize the solution we go into the thermoplastic field so it's kind of uh we get we get into both uh well, interesting i mean you, man that, that's thanks thanks for answering that question that, that's fascinating and and matt thanks for letting me nerd out for a second there uh, i mean we got a thousand and one questions on that to move on i mean a lot of a lot of interesting points that you just touched on that that link up to us but over to you matt <laughs> no I, I think and i think we can stick to this one so because what you just said is is you're making it circular the applications uh of resins like thermoset resins that before that you could not do anything after after they have been set once and um, so you mean you have like a solution that is you can uh, dissolve get the fibers back and uh, you reuse the fibers and then you make a thermoplastic out of it and uh, you can use it also as a thermoplastic material afterwards yes and, and this is and this is uh, like jumping into an you know it's an industry that has been always um, producing thermosets and 
I'm generating all, all that landfill. So that's why I'm I'm proud to say that I'm, I'm involved in the uh, kind of yeah, it's a pioneering project in the in the in this industry. So. Do, do you do you uh, have a, a, a preference uh, from 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 your perspective? Um, uh, if, if you had everything else equal, I can make a choice of material for for my surfboard. Uh, uh, would your would you uh, would your preference be a thermal set, or would your preference be to shift to thermoplastics? Or I mean, from from your perspectives of, of what you know, wanting to minimize carbon footprint, but get a damn good surfboard too. <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> the polite or the political <laughs> answer, I guess, would be it all comes down to the LCA, so we should uh, understand each uh, every option. Yeah, um, very good. That's that's uh, not just polite and political, but that's correct too. <laughs> that's <laughs> also, yeah, it's also it's also yeah. correct. Uh, but I guess depending on on yeah, of course, on the on this, it, because when we go to sporting goods, uh, we need to commit to a performance. For example, mm -hmm. we cannot uh, go for, uh, it's, it's difficult to go for lower uh, because it's used to the same construction for 60 years. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I would say if I can go for, a, as it is a recyclable thermostat that we can jump, that we can fully recycle after at its end of life mm -hmm. and, and we can reuse all the materials and, and dispose them or get them into the loop. Yeah. Properly, yeah. really I think cool. that's yeah. that's a that's a fair solution. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, and and there's a balance I think also with like, you know, if I'm not I, I'm not I mean Matt's the surf Matt's the surfer dude. I I, I do other <laughs> some other sports, but I'm not I have not been I was not raised near the ocean, uh, but but I was a big water skier, you know, and and so <laughs> uh, and so when you get something like that, you want it you want it to last a good long time, right? Da da da. So so the the use life is also I think part of ultimately the carbon footprint and the overall circularity. So, so, I, so it's, it's not selfish for a surfer to say, I want something that's really good quality and lasts forever. It's actually good because it's, it's a use life is, is, mm -hmm. is, is also a factor than, Oh, let me give you a surfboard that you have to replace every you know two months because it breaks, you know? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to shut up. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, that, that's, that's the point. I mean, and it's a, it's a big one in, in server industry, for example, durability of the, of the, um, of the server, it's pretty short, like two, well, depending on the waves that, or how you, you serve, but might be every two years you need to, to get a new one because you are, it's, uh, they get plenty of uh, dings and, and holes and reapers. Shark bites, a lot of shark bites. Yeah. Of that. So, <laughs> so yeah, the durability is key on, 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 on this kind of application. Okay, Matt, so. take over. I'm, I'm going crazy. Yeah, but I, yeah, I see. It's good. Um, I have one question which is uh, actually related to because we, we started talking about surfboards and uh, I think there is a story behind how you how you actually arrived in in this world of epoxies um, because by by training you're an industrial engineer, right? So how did yeah. you get there? to to do epoxies so i i met the the um, uh, composites uh, back in the university uh, from uh, projects that we were running there and so i decided to start uh, making my own surfboards 
So then I, it's when I started making them, like trying to, as Jan said, to make them as, as durable as possible. So I started playing with the epoxy, going to the bio epoxy, and then uh, jumped, uh, jumped into the, the biggest um, uh, facility, the biggest uh, surfboard factory in Europe, uh, which is Solatu, uh, for doing an internship. So in, in there, I could realize like in, in volumes, like uh, doing, I don't remember, like thousands of boards per year, thousands, lots of them. So I could see like the behind the scenes, you know, surfboard is super romantic. It's getting into the nature, water, dolphins, everything is super nice and, 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 <laughs> and cool. But then, but when I saw and I, and I could feel like in, in my, well, in, in closely what's uh, all the trash generated, all the landfill that generated every day in a surfboard factory, I realized that I had something to do. I, I needed to do something. So that's mm. that's when the the idea of, of, of good karma projects uh, came out. Like living, uh, having that experience, and, and willing to change stuff in the in the surfboard industry. Ah, so but the good karma project is then <clears throat> something not connected at all to the bio epoxy, or is it also you emerged? into good karma project from the bio epoxy background that you had before it's when they started literally this the both of them at the same time mm -hmm. I, I ended up this this internship in this during this internship i i met my my colleague jaime the the one that uh, started all the bio epoxy story here and at the same time uh, i went to my uh, old friend um, since childhood and told him we need to set up uh, good karma projects. The the talk was for sustainability in board sports and the willingness to to change the surfboard industry to to inspire others in in the sustainability path. That was a few years ago. So so yeah, and that was that for for instance at the first point like doing for nonprofit. Good karma projects for sustainability in Borspor, and, and I started both at the same time. Uh -huh. And 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 what what are you exactly doing in good karma projects? Because you say you, you you try to make the surfboard industry more sustainable. So how does it so, look like? So that was the the early beginning. Uh, uh, we started uh, thinking about that, and then we went. We were going for surfing, finding all the the marine litter that's that was uh, pulling out after the, the storms here in the Mediterranean. So naturally we, we just started organizing beach cleanups. So so the um what was our first idea to do kind of an open consultancy, open source consultancy sort of uh we started doing beach cleanups. Uh local schools started contacting us to go there and uh, tell the kids uh, about what we were doing. So we started uh, without knowing about it, uh, an educational program. So the let's say the organization early switched to uh, environmental organization, which we started uh, doing all these environmental initiatives and and also in parallel doing sort of uh, projects for the for the surfboard industry. But that's uh, that went into a second 
uh, face. So, and what what do you think is the biggest challenge at the moment when uh, when it comes to the awareness, like creating the awareness, and also, of course, then the continuing problem of of the materials in the in the ocean and and on the beaches. Well, I I think there's a lot of uh, awareness. There's a lot of information out there. Well. Yeah, if you want to find it, there's a lot of information out there. Uh, what we try to focus, well, what we focus the most is trying to turn uh, all that uh, awareness and consciousness to to action. So yeah. I think the most difficult part is to bring people to mm. start doing something. Yeah, I, I think that's that's the 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 most difficult part and the most important part right now. So so. Good to hear you doing that, man. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, uh, yeah that that's a context that I, I also always pick up this question. So about responsibility, um, is there is there responsibility mainly on the side of the, the corporations that like bringing these materials into the environment or, or into the market? Should they basically also start educating more or do we do governments play a role what do you think or or also consumers should should be aware of you know especially when, when it comes to littering well i need need to say this like historically you no know, when, when plastic was invented i guess uh, we just uh, let the end consumer have the responsibility of of uh, yeah We, do, we started just talking about recycling and after all these years uh yeah we all realized well the, the numbers are there like just recycling it's not the, a way of yeah. uh of keeping this planet uh, alive so so i guess if we just think about the responsibilities we need to go to the to the source like okay there, we need regulation we need um the administration to get involved and so on but the companies that are providing these materials i, I guess they have a, a, a real impact in doing or, or or i don't know the responsibility is there like if you have you are providing a material you need to give a solution or at least to yeah. take care or to educate the your your customer to to work on that in in the in a eco-conscious way uh, uh, like in a responsible mm -hmm. way mm -hmm. and and Agreed. do you do you have uh because you said you work also with the with the young generation do you do you have think they are much more responsible and much more conscious already do, do is there a difference uh yes they they are because uh they are more conscious they are more educated like in the sense of uh, they know all, all about what their sponges like they, they they learn all what they've been taught in school and but the thing is we need to go for the uh, the education i would say 2.0 uh, yeah. to to turn to turn the the priorities and say in here at least here in spain we 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 don't talk on, on our educational program. We don't talk about the recycling, for example. There's a lack of uh, talking about uh, reducing, uh, reusing, and so on. So the priorities are, are important. 
And then uh, regarding all their eco consciousness, uh, yeah, again, we need to turn that into action because I don't feel like, uh, I don't feel that they're more responsible or much more responsible than the previous generation. It's, we, they are aware of the problem, but uh, the general, in general, the, um, we need to to keep pushing them for getting into the action. Uh -huh, uh -huh. You know, uh, 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 we could talk about this really uh, just uh, on another podcast and continue on. I mean, you touch on so many really, really important points. You know, uh, 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 from from responsibility of of, of, of the material producer uh, to all the way down to uh, the, the consumer you just mentioned. You know, and. I think the answer is is yes, 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 and yes. Uh, it, it 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 because it it, it just requires a, a system, a holistic approach to to get out of the challenges that we're, we've put ourselves into over the years. And and yes, uh, if you go back and look at the history of recycling coming onto uh, into the world back in the late '80s, early '90s, uh, a lot of it was just pure greenwashing and you know, et cetera. Uh, that some of that's still going on today, but, but I mean, minimal stuff today. I think what we also have to look at is we, we me and Matt talk about this. Some um, greenwashing can also take place uh, within the minds of, of, of the consumer and the activists, you know, and, and uh, I, I think of an anecdotal story of someone saying to me, you know, uh, yeah, I, 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 I recycle, I do this, I do this, I do that. Uh, but I just got I just got to have my my new clothes every two weeks. I got to have fast fashion. It wasn't said like that, but that's what it was. It's like wow, you realize how huge of a of a, of a door you just opened up as far as you know. Uh, so so we can deceive ourselves. I think it's a good point. I think it's a good point. That's why I'm always asking the question because that's that's like of course mm -hmm. you have a certain responsibility, but also a part is also. I, I don't I don't want to say that consumers need to have responsibility, but individuals, of course, also our you know uh, our positioning of like yeah, I'm, yeah I don't want to do too much right yeah. I, I yeah, wanna, I, I'm I'm good mm -hmm. in in the in the um, criticizing, but if it if it comes to action, then okay I, I don't want to do too much in that sense. yeah you know I'm going <laughs> to say one more sentence I'll shut up I think I think maybe what would be helpful you know maybe it's just some innovation that we'll come up with as 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 a result of tonight's discussion but but the word consumer I've always hated that word it's like I no one wants to be called a consumer it's like an economic term let's use the word individual and it's like okay yeah, yeah I get it then it's like don't call me a consumer as an individual i, I want to do something you know i want to i want to even though it's a tiny little thing i want to get some good karma by, <laughs> by by throwing my my plastic trash in the right bin yeah yeah you know, uh and, and 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 so 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 that's okay uh what i want to say i want to shut up yeah that's a good well, one uh, i mean uh, let me jump on this because john said a good one like we always talk about individuals and we need to talk about individuals because we, we need to empower all these individuals which are in every step. They are politicians, they are consumers, mm. they are in every step. And and if we switch the uh, into the right directions all at once, we can do like great stuff. The thing is that uh, as individuals, um yeah, we need to do our part. And mm. that's uh, that's the yeah. yes. it's where it's where to start. 
But I'm, uh, it's, it's great to meet you, Jordy, and and I help, <laughs> I'm going to close and, and let Matt Matt take over here. I'll, I'll close with, with what I'm saying, and that is, I've said this before in other podcasts when when, when we uh, have people from younger generations than, than me. Uh, what I find so cool and genuinely aspiring, and and no BS here, is is it's so cool that uh, that that for you, uh, your point of departure, ha- you know, one of the the, the Qual- you have to have this or you're, it's, a, it's a showstopper is that it has to be something that's meaningful for you uh, and, and something that that is not just about, OK, I want to I want to make a lot of money or I want to have this or that, you know, something for my ego. But but it is really uh, you have a, this value of like it, wh- where that comes from. I, it, I, I almost don't care. I'm just so glad it's there that this generation of people uh, are, are, are seeing like we've got to do something here. We're going to build an economy uh, that uh, that that makes this happen. Uh, so anyway, uh, I'm I'm inspired. So thank you. I'm going to shut up, Matt. I'm going to no more words from John today. Thank, thanks for the words. No, I think yeah, good words. I think. Um, but uh, on the to jump back on onto the yeah solution topic again, uh, you because you already mentioned like you you started working with these bio-based epoxies and the composites and so on, mainly in the sports field. Um, is it like your your personal focus or do you think simply the sports industry is also a bit further or does it have to be further in that sense because the consumers are much more eco-conscious and, and they demand more? Well, I think the... Well, the, the sporting goods are, let's say, closer to the to the user. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I say con- consumer, <laughs> but uh, the, the end user, the end, okay. the individual. Yeah, sorry. The the yeah the the end user is closer to the brand. I mean, you can ask the demand uh, and and demand to the brand. Um, That's rhyming. <laughs> what what kind? <laughs> yeah, rhyming. Uh, what kind of uh, surfboard, for example, skis you want? Like you, you want you can demand straight to the brand. What kind of uh, materials would you like, or you want to go bio based, or you want to go uh, uh, recyclable? You want a more uh, eco uh, responsible ski, or whatever. Uh, and that's why uh, it's a early, it's it's an early stage, like it's easy to get into sporting goods with uh, new materials and so on. Yeah. It's ha- it's harder when we go to other industries that needs to, to that have a lot of regulations that, that has to, lots of safety regulations or, or, or mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And, and, and it's farther than, it's farther to the, to the end user. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, in composites, we talk about uh, windmills, we talk about um, automotive, whatever. The, the end user, that is, yeah, and, and the end user doesn't have the, as much power or it's not that close to the, to the brand, let's say, or to the manufacturer. And so therefore it's not pushing. And, and now the, it's all is switching like, the the demand is it's leading the brands so brands are doing what the demand is asking for and not back in the days that we were just launching products and, and the demand was just uh eating them well yeah, yeah. well no I, I think so which which of the other industries do you think would be the second one to go for 
from your experience, who is the most open to experiment after sports? After sports, we are now seeing uh, uh, real interest from marine, for example, uh, for marine applications. Um, automotive, we we start seeing, uh, yeah, new more testing or natural okay. fibers, like epoxy, and then jumping now into circular mm -hmm. solutions. Uh, I think these two, which is still close, yeah, not that affordable. It's not the same to buy a car that to buy a pair of skis, uh, yeah. but I think they're still pretty close to the man, and 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 those uh, industries might be the next ones. Oh yeah. And uh, I, I will close this this uh, nerdy topic again <laughs> with a question. <laughs> uh, do you think we will ever be able to make a fully sustainable or let's say fully recyclable or biodegradable surfboard? We are we are close to it. We are we are we're close to it. Um, but yeah. Uh, I mean, if we understand, and this is a, a, a an exercise that all uh, the surfers need to do, like if we understand at the same level of performance, uh, to be using the same kind of foams and same kind of constructions, to be talking about the fully recyclable solution, I think it's pretty. We're close, but we're not there yet. I'm talking about a, a really good board. I mean, we can do a heavy one with with yeah. other materials, proof of concept. It's a, uh, we, yeah, we already done it, but to go to the mass market and to offer the same kind of boards and, and to be able to talk about, yeah, this is yeah fully recyclable. We still miss some, some details to, to, to get the answer. So, so what will be the future of composites? Like, will it be, will, do you think there will be bio more bio going into the bio direction or it will be going more into recyclability that's a that's a good one like we we are investing in the in the two directions i would say because we we jumped from the bio from the reducing the carbon footprint through bio-based and also going to circular i think and there are they are complementary some way like or, or at least what we can do we can complement them right we can do recyclable stuff and keep lowering the co2 footprint of of them uh, while like replacing the materials so we're working on both of them of course we need to go circular like recyclability is key mm -hmm. and it's a game changer in this industry but uh we don't need we shouldn't miss the, the part uh, on the on the carbon footprint reduction, so, uh, uh, so uh, mm, it's kind of both. Well, it makes sense. We heard we heard similar approaches also from those guys from the thermoplastics, right, John? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, so so much of what what we're talking soon they're going to come together. Yeah. They're going to come together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, uh, so much of is is, is is similar common challenges and common approaches to find solutions. So so. Uh, so uh, indeed, you know, uh, just a joke, you know, like I said, tonight it's not plastic climate future, tonight it's polymer. 
<laughs> well, yeah, thanks, Jordi. Like, we have um, one more question that we always ask everyone who is on the podcast. And I, Very you know important. it already because I told you to prepare for it in advance. Maybe you did. Um, we have a climate future, uh, plastic climate future <laughs> playlist on Spotify. And then we ask all our guests to name one or two songs that we can place on this playlist that those uh, our guests connect either with the topic or with, with with their activities or simply with their person do you have one or two yeah i have, I have to um <laughs> and i would say just to to put some more color on, on that playlist i will i thought about proposing uh, two in catalan oh yeah Very cool. but the uh, Music is an universal language, so yes. uh, the language they uh, <laughs> think it's not important. Uh, one would be uh, from from Ocas Grasses, which is a name. It's a uh, uh, fat bags. Well, then then uh -huh. to translate the name. It's uh, it's Saremuses. It talks yeah. about we will be birds again. Super. Talks about uh, we will be like more free or whatever. It's a nice song. I know. And the, other, <laughs> and, the, and the other one, uh, it's from a more uh, a group, it's more rock, uh, or it's a nice song. It's uh, Need Salvages from Smoking Souls. It's, uh, it's also in Qatar. So you have a couple of them. Good. Man, we, got, we got cool guests. No, don't we, man? We got like, the coolest guests in, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>